0: Welcome to the Dr. April Jasper Show, relevant conversations for business owners of today. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We appreciate being a part of your life and being invited into your day. It is such a joy to be able to help our colleagues to bring value to their patients and to help you strengthen and grow your business. Join us at OptometricManagementEducation.com where you can learn more about all of the other services we provide. We have a subscription service that you can be a part of where you can learn and teach your team from the courses that we've recorded on all of the topics that are relevant to your success. We also have consulting services. And right now, if you give us a call, schedule a call with me, I'll be happy to talk to you about what we can do to help you grow your business one-on-one. We have spent some time talking about the 10 ways to recession-proof your practice. We're actually recording, let's see, it is May, and May of 2023. So if you listen to this down the road, you'll know what the year ended up being, where we don't have that luxury. But what I think is really cool about the topic and the reason I love it so much is because, first of all, I've lived through at least what we call one recession before this, and we don't know if that's what this is or not. But we want to make sure that whatever it is we're telling you, you understand can be used indefinitely to grow your practice. Sounds great. All right. So we've gone through a lot. We went through creating your practice of distinction, always putting patients first by getting to know them. We talked about spending time and money on your optical. Yep. And then utilizing the latest in contact lens technology, Mm -hmm. contacts are a huge part of our practice and a a wonderful way to bring value to patients. We also talked about being knowledgeable about the latest in spectacle lenses and contact lens technology. So both of them. Right. Because we uh, sell a lot of glasses. We love the idea that patients come to us to get the best. Oh, yeah. And they know that we know what is the best. So, if you want to, we're going to take care of them. Yeah, exactly. If you want to spend money on glasses, why not spend it on something that you know is going to work? Absolutely. And then the last one that we talked about before this was keeping up with the latest treatment options. And we pretty much segmented or, or pulled out myopia. We talked about dry eye. We even talked about corneal cross linking, things that are done for patients with keratoconus. There's a huge amount there. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's new all the time, presbyopia. You know, that's another topic we could mm-hmm. talk about. But things change on a regular basis. There was just a, a lot of information that came out from uh, some research on myopia. Yep. And I think it's this week or next week, there's going to be a lot of information that we get about uh, dry eye and research that's just being released on that as well. So all the time, things change. And what's incredible is it's it's we're in the practice seeing patients. How do we stay up to date with the latest? But we can do it, and that's one thing we'll help you with as well, and we'll lead you to resources for that. All right, so that leads us to number seven. You ready, Dave?
1: I think so. Prescribing what patients want and need.
0: And then having it available for them to take home with them today, if yeah. at all possible. Yeah. Now that sounds crazy, doesn't it? It sounds like a simple thing. It sounds like common sense. Oh, I think I've told him this before, but if I haven't told you guys before, one of my favorite quotes from Brendan Bouchard who wrote the, um, high, what is it? High-performing habits. Oh my goodness. High-performance habits of high-performing people. Something to that effect. You'll know. <laughs> Just look up Brendan Bouchard. But his book is fabulous. And one of the things he says in it is that common sense is not always common practice. And that's why people many times don't succeed. Right. And I love that. What does that mean to you?
1: Well, I mean, so, and you have to think about it. So, in t- in terms of the optical, right, we have, you have people that say don't have too much inventory, right? For sure, frames, yeah. you don't have it, because I mean, that's $100 bills that are sitting in a drawer that are not being sold, right? Right. Or whatever it is. Um, but in, in another instance, though, like contact lenses, you need to have it there. if. Because you never know who's going to walk in. So you do need to have the inventory on that. So you're told one thing, but sometimes that doesn't work for everything. Right. So that's where we're at, basically.
0: And it doesn't work for everyone. No. So that's the other thing, too. You can say not to... I've heard people, I agree with you, say not to have too much inventory. And that's such a broad broad thing to say. Yes. And really, you have to look at how much do you need for the business that you do. Mm -hmm. But then on the other hand, you want to have what you need to be the business you want to be. And so you can't have a practice where you have 100 frames and expect that patients want to be there. Right. And so when we say prescribe what patients need and then have it available, we're really talking about everything. But let's start with the first part of that, the part where we say prescribe what patients need. So I think the first thing that most people ask me, Dave, when I say that is, well, how do you know what they need? We are excited to have CooperVision as a sponsor of our podcast. CooperVision is one of the world's leading contact lens manufacturers, and they serve eye care professionals and patients in over 130 countries. Their innovative products help millions of patients see every single day. One of the technologies and innovations that we love the most about CooperVision Is there groundbreaking technology in soft contact lenses that helps to slow the progression of myopia in children 8 to 12 years old at the initiation of treatment? And there's a lot of ways, but one of our favorite things that we have, which is in our free resources that you can access on the website, Mm -hmm. but one of our favorite ways is to ask them. (laughs) And we actually have a form that we use for patients called our visual treatment plan. Yep. And we have eight questions that we ask everyone that comes in. And if they don't want to fill it out, like if they don't actually want to write it in, then we keep it and our team will ask the questions and we will fill it out because at the end of the visit, they're going to take it home. Right. Now, when they take it home, it will be filled out by the doctors as well. And we will put on it what they need Mm -hmm. based on the answers that they provided to the questions that we asked. So it's a very simple concept. It took me forever to kind of figure it out. And I think part of it, too, was because somewhere along the way, someone told me, don't have paper in your practice. And so we try to listen to some of these words of wisdom. Yeah. But I would ask you, even if it's something I say or David says, don't just take it and go with it. If it doesn't make sense, either ask us more questions, email us, and we'll talk about it on another episode. Because Mm -hmm. sometimes it's hard to give you enough about that one little nugget that we talked about. Right. Gold nugget, not chicken nugget. And, uh, so ask us the question so we can expound and expand the topic. But if I go back to what we were saying, eight questions that people answer, one of which, let me give you an idea. One of the questions is what are your hobbies? We -hmm. also ask how many hours do you spend on the computer and how many monitors do you use? Yep. Now, why would that be important? He's your first example, the guy sitting next to me.
1: Yeah, I need to have my computer glasses. Exactly. I can't I cannot sit like this all day long with your head up looking at the, going through that. I mean, right. that, that if, takes 10 minutes and if, you're done.
0: Right. And if you're going to prescribe yeah. glasses for what patients need, which mm-hmm. is exactly what we said, prescribe what patients need. Yep. Once I find out that they're on the computer for extended periods of time, and now if they tell me they have one monitor or they have two... I want to know where are they, is one above the other? Are they beside each other? And the reason that matters is because we need to design the eyewear that are right for them Mm -hmm. depending on what they spend their day doing. Right. And I just got done writing an article, Dave, about the fact that it's about ocular surface disease. But I was writing this article about the fact that now we know, and I just looked up the data yesterday, the Mm -hmm. numbers from March were that 30% of people are working from home still. Wow. And it said that they will not change that. Most businesses are not going to change that requirement because they know that they're going to lose employees if they enforce anything different. It also said there's a lot of the rest of the people that are going to work that are not going to work full time. They're in a hybrid situation where they can spend some time at home and some time at work. So if you look at the total number of hours paid, of all the hours paid for work, over 50% of them are hours worked at home. So it's pretty incredible, and if you think about that, how do I know that? And what if I know that? Does it change anything? Right. And the reason it does is, and what's their
1: setup in two different places? Exactly. Honestly, I mean, you yeah. got the our setup here at the house because we have a setup here, and we have a setup at the office, and they're different monitors yeah. might be different uh, sizes might be different it's just chairs right. and air conditioning vents are different it's just completely it, it can totally change your life you come home one day and you're just like what in the world's going on I'm sitting here and the air's blowing on me I didn't even realize the air was blowing on me and it's like oh right and it it's changes causing my see. eyes yeah exactly it does absolutely
0: and interestingly enough the other thing that people have commented on is I've seen comments saying well who cares if people are working at home or at work or at a building it should be the same visual demands but here's where it's not Besides the workplace looking different, the other thing that's different is when you're working from home, because you're not in the office with all your people, you're on the phone or you're on the computer doing Zoom calls. And so Mm -hmm. that's what's different. Even the time that used to not be digital device time, and they might not think of that as time spent on the computer.
1: Mm.
0: It's actually time spent on the computer. You're just doing a different thing. Yep. And all of it matters because the most important thing, two big things, the most important thing is when you're on the computer a lot, your eyes are open too much. You don't blink as much. So when you stop blinking, your lids stop touching. You stop having the right concentration of tears and oil in in your tears and your eyes dry out. It's that simple. So now. Go back to my eight questions. If I ask patients, what are your hobbies? How much time do you spend on the computer? How many monitors do you have? And then I ask them what that setup looks like. Now, I know right away, I'm going to talk to you about the fact that you need at least those two pairs of glasses. Mm -hmm. But you also told me you play tennis. So now I know you need sunglasses. Mm -hmm. You also told me that you go diving. So you definitely need contact lenses to wear when you're going diving. And that's how this magic works. Right. And so we talk about this as a way to recession-proof your practice. Imagine the fact that you could Mm -hmm. choose to go to, I won't say David because we're a team, you could choose to go to Dr. So-and-so who's not Mm -hmm. here. Yep. Or you can choose to come see us. Right. The difference is Dr. So-and-so isn't asking you about all your needs. They never figured out why you had the problem you've had all your life with this, that, or the other because they didn't ask.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: And then they didn't listen. And that's the other thing. So that's the other thing I'm sure we've talked about before. The first thing I ask when I walk in the room with you, if you're my patient, is what are your goals for today? Right. And then I stop and listen. Yep. Because I want to know what brought you in. And I can tell you guys, it is incredible the things that people say. It brings tears to my eyes sometimes because sometimes they just come in and say, hey, I just needed to get out of the house. I am so stressed out. Yeah. I needed an eye exam anyway, and I love being here because I always feel at peace. You guys just make me feel good. And then the next time they come in, they say, Well, I need to get my annual supply of contacts. I've run out. I don't know how I did it, but today I ran out. It was my last exact day, and I need more. And I need my glasses because, you know, I had these great sunglasses and they fell apart. So it's time for us to move on and get a new one. Now, if a patient sits there and I ask them what they want and they walk through five different things, do you think I'm going to let them leave without getting all five of those things?
1: Definitely not.
0: And what You're not, not doing your job
1: if you are. If you suffer from dry, scratchy, irritated eyes, the problem may actually stem from your eyelids. Cleansing eyelids daily is essential for maintaining healthy eyes, which is why doctors recommend Ocusoft Lid Scrub Allergy Eyelid Cleanser. The new Ocusoft Lid Scrub Allergy removes oil, pollen, and other contaminants from your eyelids to effectively reduce redness, irritation, and itching caused by seasonal allergies. These pre-moistened wipes are easy to use, on the go, or at home. Simply wipe and leave on. As the industry standard of care, Ocusoft has a full line of eyelid cleansers for various conditions. Available through eye care professionals, most retail outlets, and Amazon.com. Visit Ocusoft.com for more details.
0: But if I don't ask them, right. then yeah. I let them out of there and say, "Ah, eh, everything looks good. Yep. And it could be the same exact result, meaning I still see that everything looks good in your eyes. Mm-hmm. But you told me you want to do these five things. Now we're going to go make that happen as opposed to I never asked, I never found out. Right. I didn't really meet your needs. And now you're on a mission to... Make that happen elsewhere. Right. Because we didn't do it for you in our practice. And it's
1: funny, even we do it as our own, like when we're dealing with things, if I'm out riding my bike on the road, I need a certain lens. I can tell. And I just know you can feel when you're riding, I'm not comfortable. Something's not right. And it's whether I'm, I'm not seeing my GPS properly or the sun's different that day, so it's too dark. My lenses are too dark, or there's just things that you can do to make yourself more comfortable when you're doing the things you're doing. Right. And we have the, all these resources, right? We have them right in our office, and I can get it. It's just, but sometimes I forget, and I just, yeah. and I don't take care of myself necessarily. So you know, the patients are one that, they and they're feeling it, right? Right. So they just need to know that you're there, and you can ask them about it and figure it out for them. Right. So,
0: and then the second part of that equation is to not only ask them what they need Mm -hmm. and what they want but then have it available in our office right when at all possible yep and i don't know about you guys but the one thing i don't have is time (laughs) and uh, i can't remember who says it but the there's a famous quote that the one resource that is the most valuable is your time Yep. and so if i go to a doctor or if i go anywhere i don't care where it is when i go to get something done I sure hope I'm going to get it done. And one of the most frustrating things in my life is when I go with the intent to get X, Y, Z accomplished and I come home and nothing happened.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And so he's he's laughing. I think that means, yes, I'm a part of that. I know how frustrated you get. I know.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm so you're at the office seeing patients and I'm out doing things, trying to get things done, whether I'm going to the post office or FedEx or you know getting the tires rotated on the car i mean it's just these things are just normal everyday activities but you live them right and i can go in my office and see how we run things but then you go to a car dealership or your repair guy and you sit there and you wait and you're just you get frustrated and you're like oh should i have had somebody pick me up because this is taking way too long yeah and it's just it's it's just every single thing you do And at then this if point,
0: they send you to three different places to take care of the things that just, they could have had done there, yeah. even more frustration. Totally. And so for us, that's the other thing we've tried to do. You can do the same thing. Think about the things that you're going to tell your patients more than once today that they need. Is that something that you could have in your practice? Is it something you could keep there? And you then could be able to supply for your patient to save them time to make sure they have the right product and to make sure that they know how to use the product. That is key. Yep. And so when I think about what we've done in our practice and how we've changed it and how we've brought it in, a lot of people I've heard say, I'm not bringing in that product because there's not enough profit margin. And I can understand that. But at the other side of that, I, I really don't base my choices on profit margin. I base it on what brings value to our patient. And then I can choose the product and the company I work with if I want to mm-hmm. based a little bit on profit margin. But even right. then, right. we work and we choose companies that we work with based on how they're gonna take care of us. Mm-hmm. Because the same time management, the same time savings I wanna provide for my patients, I expect our vendors to provide for us. And yeah,
1: so basically what you're saying is how, how are how are our vendors going to take care of our patients too? That's right. Because. If their product isn't top notch, they're coming to back to us. That's right. They're going to be in our office yelling at us, figure trying to figure out why this broke or why this isn't working or exactly. whatever the deal is. So yeah, our vendors are our partners. Yep. Because they're they're on the line just like we are, and the patients that. know it. They take it home.
0: <laughs> I love it. We said we've said before our patients are our partners, our vendors are our partners too. Hundred percent. It's, it's a life cycle that we have to continue yep. to work through. We can't be the best. Uh, as uh, we can't be the best at what we do if we don't have the best partners absolutely is what it comes down to okay so to wrap this all up if you want to see what we put together for some of our questions go on our website download that form from our free resources section Mm -hmm. And you can have it to update, make your own. The only, the only thing David and I ask of you is if you come up with a better way to do it, please tell us <laughs> so we can fix it and we can send it out to everybody else because we don't claim to be perfect. We just like to have ideas, yeah. to get them on paper, get started. Yep. If we wait for perfect, we'll never get anything oh, done.
1: No, for sure.
0: So download it, enjoy, have fun, send us your updates. But here is the message of this one. If you want to recession-proof your practice, you must prescribe what your patients need and want, And then if at all possible, have it available in the practice so they can take it home with them that day or at least take it home with them as you have provided it. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time for number eight in the 10 ways to recession-proof your practice.